0: Hi, and welcome to this episode of Survivor's Guide, recorded in my kitchen with James and Amy here physically. Thank you for coming. And uh, first, actual proper guests here. Well, James came once, but um, now you're here as well. So I've bought seedless black grapes, mm. which I just want to, just for the record, was not, they weren't cheap, about $14 a kilo. <laughs> well, they've
1: come from the USA. That's advertised on
0: the package. Yeah, they're yeah. giant. And do you know how, like, you know, also you got- they're packed with sulfur dioxide. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mm-hmm. All adds up. Mm. So I uh, hope you enjoy. You haven't had. You a can single- tell you haven't hosted in a while. You're a while. very nervous. <laughs> there's a bag. There's, there's a-, a lot of frantic energy. There was like seven <laughs> pieces of food came out. Like we're recording an audio thing. Eating is actually a really bad, bad idea. <laughs> I'm not going to count the grapes you have, but um, but go for your life. Okay, go thanks. Life. They're expensive. Man, very excited to have uh, our guest on today. Um, He's actually, I would say, a friend of the show. We've only had uh, like one other person come on again. Wow. That was was, your sister, yeah. Um, Who is family of the show. He's family of the show, but this (laughs) is our first pure friend of the show. No blood relation, no nepotism here, Um, unless you call comedy a family, in in which case Mm -hmm. our guest is The Godfather. At that point make, <laughs> <laughs> might make you feel a bit old. I was going
1: to say that's all. That means that's not a respect to anything I've done. It's just my age. Just go, mm, how do I how do I say he's been around for way too long, but without it sounding
0: disrespectful? Oh, Godfather! My my <laughs> he, he kills off the opposition. <laughs> Anyone that's funnier than him. Um, but no, um, Mer- Merrick Wise, thanks for coming on. Uh, obviously, very funny guy. You're known as uh, one of the funniest dudes in Australia, but. At the moment, you are currently starring on the most popular show on Australian television, uh, a show that is not that funny mm. and, you're not, and you're actively trying not to be funny either. Oh, no, yeah. SAS Australia, what the yeah. hell? And you're killing it. Yeah.
1: It's, it's, uh, look, it's a great show and it's really captivating, but I'll tell you what, it's pretty serious. And if you don't take it seriously, uh, you'll die. Um, oh. it's just, it's really very, very brutal. And like, I mean, just to give you an idea of like when I say, cause you went, oh, I think you might be a little melodramatic, um, <laughs> within 24 hours of me starting on that show, I had two broken ribs.
0: Oh my goodness. What? Yeah. Right. So, so how did that, wait, is that, was that from like, um, do you have weak from, ribs? No, no, I, I do. I do have a kind of um, some
1: sustained rib injuries from sports and misadventure in the past. But uh, in the first day, you, you get thrown backwards out of a helicopter. That was okay, although I landed very bad. I oh, know, Amy's face is recoiling like, what? That was um, okay? The throwing out yeah. of a helicopter was okay? Good Lord. <laughs> yeah, and it was it was funny because I thought I'd nailed the landing. You're meant to land on your head backwards. like off It's about 15 metres out of a chopper backwards, and you're meant to land pin drop on your head. But I looked like I was riding a bicycle in midair, and I meant to land... <laughs> On my dick, um, <laughs> which is extraordinary when you think that I managed to land on a lake surface with the tiniest part of my body. Um, <laughs> is that what you call a pin drop? Uh, 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 that's a pain. Oh. It's a pain drop. I did a pain drop. <laughs> <laughs> so, and that was that was the start of it. And then I went on. I did some boxing with Mitchell Johnson, who uh, not only cracked one of my ribs, he destroyed my face and knocked me out. Um, and then the next day, we were playing a game called Murder Ball, which sounds Pretty much it's what it is and somebody landed on me and I cracked my second rib and you can actually hear it go. Oh. <gasps>
0: okay, so because we, we had a brief chat about this on the phone the other day but, mm-hmm. okay, for those, for those of you that don't know what SS Australia is about, it's a show basically where how many celebrities? Start? Uh,
1: 17 I think started, 17 yeah. on, on the course and it's based on um, Special Air Service Regiments uh, Selection Course. So what the oh. Special Forces would do, the toughest Special Forces in the world, mm. um, what they put – the, the troops through the troopers through to get selection into uh, the SAS. And it's based on that. It's like a kind of like a condensed version of it. So you do a lot of the things that you would normally do um, hmm. on the course and they're real and they're very, very real, but they it's just for a shorter period of time. So Shot,
0: shot, in, shot in the Blue Mountains yeah. and um... – Oh, no, sorry.
1: No, no. It's Shot Down near Jindabon. We don't actually know. that I still don't know <laughs> the exact location. It's like really? literally oh. in the middle of nowhere. No, it's pretty hectic. Uh, but it's somewhere in between Jindabyne and the ocean
0: and it was shot just like during covid right like in the winter yeah
1: yeah yeah it was, it was shot we started shooting um in the start of august and oh. it was like at the coldest period of the time uh, you know for the year it was freezing down there
0: okay so 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 you, so did you know it was going to be like a real thing or did you did you have like preconceptions about uh, to yeah. be like tv <laughs> Yeah. <laughs>
1: um. Yeah. Look, I mean, I had a bit of an idea when yeah. uh, I look. I'd seen the I'd seen the TV show. The UK yeah. version is very, yeah. very, very popular. Um. Yeah. And I'd seen it. And I I loved it. And I actually rang my agent and said, "You've got to get me on this show." Mm-hmm. And she said, "But you don't want to do reality television shows." And I went, "No, nah, I want to do this one." Uh-huh. And um, the reason I had lots of reasons to do it. I've always had like a, a fascination with the armed forces. The fascination, particularly with the SAS, but mm. also to it just it just felt like a really like a massive. Um, move away from comfort zone. There was lots of reasons. I wanted to become mentally stronger and more confident and I knew that if I could get any way through this course, hmm. that that would provide me that. And I just I wanted the challenge. I wanted it. just really, really wanted so, so,
0: it. So you actually, you went on the show because of the fascination you had with the armed forces. Did you say hmm. you wanted to join the SAS when you were younger? Yeah, when I was when I was a kid,
1: I was absolutely fascinated by two things. And I like sports and things, but I was fascinated by the SAS and the first book I read voluntarily was a book on the SAS, mm-hmm. um, and I was. And the other thing was comedies. I loved comedy. I loved American comedy films, mm-hmm. and the Special Forces. Like I know that they're the. It's like a the weird in- Venn diagram. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's the most incongruous thing, isn't it? But it's it's one of those things, you you just I think that it might stimulate certain parts of your brain. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, it's the there's the thing that I've come out of it realizing is that both uh, you know stand-up comedy and comedy in general and uh those kind of activities that you would find in the military are both really really high pressure environments mm. that people either thrive in or they fall away in and i i loved it i thrived Wait, so, so in, did you know you were going to thrive
0: like did you have a, a suspicion about your personality that gave you confidence going in yeah, I just—it's not that I thought it was tough. It was
1: never about being tough or, or even like fit. Like I was the oldest recruit on the show, so I, really, I, I was yeah, the yeah.
0: godfather of the show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Zing. Um,
1: <laughs> uh, but yeah, it was—it was. It was uh, I, I think I just kind of wanted to know whether or not I had the capacity to um, make critical decisions at the right time and to be able to process those sorts of environments. I was really curious about that.
0: Far out. So, so you, you knew you were going to be able to. You weren't going to lose your mind or just crack the shits or
1: something. Uh, Nazim, I think we both know I went in crazy. Okay?
0: <laughs> yeah. so, oh, no, that's not, that's can't lose like, something that's already lost. <laughs> that's
1: it, that's well, it. It's like, oh, hang on. You might go crazy. Sorry, hold my beer. <laughs> I'm there. <laughs> but
0: but you're there. You're there punching on with actual athletes. Like yeah, you were a boxing match with Mitchell Johnson. Like that guy has for his life been fit and strong.
1: And a very aggressive guy and a very, very good boxer, I've discovered by using my face. Um,
0: <laughs> but a but great you, but guy. You, but you've done boxing a little bit before? <laughs> Not really,
1: no. I've, I've done fighting before. I used to do competitive yeah. fighting when I was a junior, but I did martial arts. What, 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 um,
0: what type of fighting?
1: What I did mean? taekwondo. I was I a was second down by the time I was. Remember at when taekwondo,
0: taekwondo was popular for a. For a few years. Remember oh, it's was massive karate, It's And then karate 80s. got a bit dorky yeah, than Taekwondo. Yeah.
1: And then Taekwondo came along and yeah. now everybody's into mixed martial arts and everybody yeah. you know, thinks you, they're Nick Cody.
0: You guys – everyone <laughs> thinks they're Nick Cody. <laughs> everybody everybody Cody thinks was. they're the person that Nick Cody thinks they are. Because <laughs> <laughs> I did – actually, the guy that made SAS, our friend, Johnny Lowry. Yep. Uh, shout out to Johnny who probably would never listen to this. But um, <laughs> he also um, produced a show called um, Balls of Steel and Legally Brown. Balls of Steel is a show where they um, mm. basically – Comedians have to compete to do dumb stuff that's ballsy. And I played a character called the Very Foreign Correspondent. And I was a bouncer, not letting people come into the pub unless they could hop on one foot and say the alphabet, A to Z, Z to A, and then the director was in my ear. He like, get him to do it again, A to K. You know, the guy was hopping on one foot and then he punched me in the face without me seeing and I fell to the ground. And then I just opened my eyes and he tried to punch me again and then I moved and he fell and they jumped at him. Anyway, he, he ran away. He, he kept yelling, he made me hop. He made me help and just ran away. Anyway. Um, what? Johnny freaked out. Everybody freaked out because I was like, we should got to stop production. I was like, no, no, we've got to keep going because maybe if we stop, then I'll just, I need to know if I'm still funny because I thought maybe he punched the funny out of my Punch brain. Punched the funny out of you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I don't you know. I have to watch what? the footage straight away. I was like, show me the footage. Okay. All right, cool. Well, let's keep going. Let's keep going. And they were like, you're crazy. But I just wanted to make sure. Well.
1: Two things here, two things from that, Naz, is that I've noticed it hasn't punched the funny out of you, but also, too, why are both of us still friends with Johnny Lowry? Um, I was going to say, you sound like you inspired this SAS craziness. Johnny, is it is it geezer too? Amy, he's English. So, yeah. so I, you know what, lads? Um, I've got I've got an idea where you get your fucking head punched in. Yeah. Um, you go somewhere and a guy punches you, and then you're not right for the rest of your life. How's
0: that yeah. sound? It sounds like a great idea, Johnny. Thank you. Thanks, Johnny. I remember we used to have these long meetings about like things that the characters would do to make you know to to make these funny balls of steel sketches. And after these long conversations back and forth with all the comedians in the room, Johnny's only contribution would be, yeah. But he's a ballsy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, arguably your fallout of the helicopter was incredibly ballsy. <laughs> that was yeah. Rude. That was just stupid. <laughs> Looking back at that, that was just stupid. Have you done a fertility test since? Or what do you call them? Like the uh, Look, honestly, I've, I've had about 14 psych screenings and they've right. so far gone okay. <laughs> but um, Oh, wait. So what's the deal? So they can basically, the rules, so you sign a contract and that means yeah. that the, you're allowed to get your head kicked in. Broken mm. ribs. You said after you had your broken ribs, they didn't even give you Panadol. Well, no painkillers.
1: No painkillers. No
0: pain well, it's it's a tricky one because I
1: was offered some pain relief because on, on day three, my ribs, were, I was in a really bad way but I had to hide it from the DS, the DS, Amy, uh, uh, the, um, the people, people. the the directing staff, the four uh, special forces guys who run the course. And they're the only people you speak to at any stage. You're never allowed to talk to producers or anybody else. The only other person you can speak to is the medic, but you have to ask whether or not you can speak to them. So anyway, I went to go and see the medic and said, look, I'm not worried. I know that they're fractured. Um, and there's nothing that can be done because I've had them before. But I just want to get you to have a look at and make sure one's not broken because I suspected one might be broken if it was, whether or not it might jab back into around my heart um, mm-hmm. or my lungs.
0: Yeah. Will it um, kill me? Yeah, it might yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he he was, I, <laughs> I like how polite call you are asking about whether you're Call dying. me a pussy, but I'm worried about <laughs> internally bleeding to death. Um, <laughs> just want to know if it's going to puncture my heart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: I don't know anyway. So he, he said, uh, look, I, you've got fractured ribs. Um, I can offer you some ibuprofen, um, but it's up to you and I that's up to that you
0: get a Woolies.
1: yeah yeah yeah, it was like that idea yeah, so I can I, I can offer you ibuprofen or um, would you like I've got a cup of concrete? I've got some neprogesic, Mary. Would you like some naprogesic? <laughs> <laughs> Bit of
0: detol, yeah. Oh my god! All Wait, right, so. I have a
1: question. Obviously, like all of these physical things are very um, difficult and challenging. Was there something that surprised you? Because I guess it would have been really cold, and the food situation oh. was probably weird too. Like, yep. was there a, an element like that that really shocked you? How difficult it was? Yeah, those elements. It's it's like we kind of trained for the cold and stuff, Amy. So we were like, I did lots of ice baths and, and treated my body to become. Used Wait. to those sorts of things. And also oh. to going for long periods without food as well because we were deprived f- from food, sleep, and, um, you know, so with low calories, uh, and we were exposed to the cold constantly, oh. which is just designed to all cumulatively wear you down. Yeah. So that they, what they do is they wear down your body so they can then get to your mind. <sighs> that's, that's really what the game is about. Um, so uh, the thing that surprised me was, the fact that there was just – it was relentless. It never stops. You never, ever get rest. There's no period where you just go, hey, let's just kick back and have a chat. That never happens. It's really? just so – it just, there's never stops. Not,
0: there's not like jokes around the campfire. campfire no,
1: no. No. Nah, nah. If you're having, a, if you're having a, a chat around the campfire, as it were, you're either lighting the fire, getting wood for the fire, drying your clothes, which is just the, the, the most essential thing you have to do every day. You have to dry your clothes because you get wet by being thrown into a frozen lake or into the snow <laughs> or something every Pissing day. Pants. Yeah, pissing your pants. <laughs> or bleeding um, out. Yeah, bleeding out. Internal um, bleeding. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that happens. Um, so if you don't get, but if you don't get your your clothes, your, what they call your kit, you, you know, if you don't get your, your wet kit dry mm. every night, you can't go on course the next day. Mm. they just, A, they'll kill you if they find that you've got wet kit in your bag. Because in the bags that we carry every single day is all the stuff that we need to survive. So it's a set of clothes. A sleeping bag comes with it. It doesn't stay at the camp everything goes with us in case we need to camp somewhere. Point. So, yeah, it's pretty It's, it's that, pretty rough.
0: I mean, it sounds like a, a really extreme test of character, but, like, most people walking around wouldn't pass something like this. Mm. So does that mean most people are weak or there are some people that are, like, just weird and exceptionally strong of, mo- or just, like, sociopathic? Like, what does it say for the people that make it through? What do you um, – who think, are these sorts of people? I think that w- what –
1: To do well on it, you've got to have a certain type of personality, Hmm. you know. And it's like I've heard this before many, many times: is that like just being an alpha male will not get you through. In fact, they often they're often the first ones to pull off the real SAS course. Like these guys who come in all jacked up and like I'm going to tear this an asshole. I can do anything. I can bite tanks in half. And from what I've heard, that they're the ones who usually drop off because they just don't. It's not they don't have the right capacity of thought. And I think that it's not about being tough. Um, you know, women are just as capable as men with this sort of stuff. I think it's, it's about your, your type of mindset and how you approach things, um, is important and also to your mastery of your body with your mind, the two in sync. You've got to have, that's the trick is, um, being able to understand the relationship between the mind and the body. And when your body is exhausted and is literally screaming at you for survival techniques saying enough, your heart rate's too high, you're too cold, you're borderline hypothermic, this is all wrong, there's no calories, stop, stop, stop. And your body will scream with pain. To make you stop and your brain has to consciously process that and go okay we hear what you're saying but you know what
0: <coughs> get fucked and we're gonna override that is that, that physically Correct. like so is it pot like is that that's obviously bad for your body then oh yeah it's terrible it's, oh. it's terrible for but your yeah, body like it's did terrible. you do long-term damage like how does that work? oh yeah okay yeah 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 <laughs> <laughs>
1: just mentally physically is right. johnny you're taking your calls anymore just like i mean look at this look how well i think Obviously, people listening can't see this, but I'm extremely good at rocking in the chair now. What's that
0: jacket you got on? Is that a straight
1: that's jacket? A, yeah, that's right. This. If, hang on a second. My mum just wants to spoon feed me some custard. Can I, Mum, can you wait? I'm just going to do a Zoom and then I'll What's have to custard. all that
0: red string on the wall behind you? Yeah. <laughs> well, well, this is – okay, so my, my question is this. You've done – now you've done reality television. Mm-hmm. It, w- can, can reality television go any further? Like what's – you can't do anything else. Cooking is done, dancing is done, hanging in the jungle, doing nothing. I so. also
1: feel like this is unfair to put it in the same category as just reality television in general because it's like someone just kissed 20 guys and they get to say they went on reality
0: television. Like, <laughs> <laughs> he was, broke. They're the same as Merrick. You're the same <laughs> as The Bachelor now. I mean, honestly, that is a brain callus in its own right. Yeah, yeah,
1: but. yeah. yeah. Um, it's interesting. I think it's going to change – what people will accept as a reality television
0: show. I mean, you, you know, can't think, just uh, you can't just do another nah. Apprentice, can you? Like after some, well, after do, I do, do crack their ribs on TV. If it's entirely different, yeah. But like, it's I, I
1: think things shows that are going to be based around physical exertion or physical challenges are really going to struggle <laughs> to compete or to um, not even compete, just to, to not have those parallels drawn to yeah. them. Even Ninja because Warrior, it's like, well, that just looks like kid yeah, play now. That's nah, that's cool, man. That's a cool show. <laughs> it's pretty cool show. We're pretty fun <laughs> yeah,
0: to watch. That's great, but, but that's no, a like family show. There's no swearing. Well, here's the, yeah. this is a show that wouldn't pinch and hole It's a Japanese reality show, and I reckon if we're gonna start evolving <laughs> reality television, it's got to be a, a Japanese style. Say it. Say okay, it. Okay, it's probably really wrong. I know it. No, no, I know this show. Tell <laughs> it. Okay, oh, I think oh, I know. you know I this love one? It. Okay. Yeah. Oh, it's pretty weird, but basically, there is a. A straight porn star. You know this one? No, no this don't. is not the show. A straight porn star? <laughs> this is and stop, Naseep, stop. <laughs> Abort mission. Yeah, straight I'm, porn s- star. I, I swear to God, I thought you were going to say Takeshi's Castle, which is like a family show. <laughs> no, no. Well, this is not no, a family this show. Isn't a, this, this is not a, not a reality <laughs> show. <laughs> <It was just laughs> this is this is Red Shoe, mate. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, okay. this this could be your next gig, man. You could be the host of this show. (laughs) Straight porn star, gay porn star. They meet like a boxing match. You know, there's a pre-game press conference and hype and all that sort of stuff with the graphics and everything. And and there's judges and there's a studio audience. The straight guy has uh, oral sex performed on him by the gay guy in this box. So you can't see what's actually going on, but they, he, the, the, the gay guy keeps taking his head out and commenting, and then the comment and the judges are sort of there, like you know, like X Factor judges, kind of making comments and jokes, and then there's a studio audience, and the, and they've got 45 minutes. The straight guy has to not finish in 45 minutes, and the, and the and the and the gay guy giving him oral sex has to make him finish within 45 minutes. And <laughs> whoever wins. That is the most just,
1: insane thing I've yeah, ever I'll,
0: I'll send it to you. No, no. And it's you a, want Merrick to be the yeah, host sorry, of this show. Sorry, <laughs> no, sorry. Man, hang on a second. Man, is this you, a game <laughs> show or is this a private school? Or a, or a dream oh. that I had. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> What I'm curious to know when the when the gay guy like does the comments to the audience, what sorts of things? Oh, does he goes, oh, he say? and now I'm going to go in with my special thing called oh. the blah blah blah, and then oh. it's, all, it's all translated. It's got, like, and then you just hear these weird sounds, and then like, but before the thing, before the before the actual event, there's all the you know like boxing matches. There's like they stand there and they, yeah. and they say a thing like I'm going to kick his ass, or all these guys just <laughs> – they say things like. I'm definitely going to make him come. And then the other guy's <laughs> like, I will definitely not come. And it just keeps going back and forth. It's oh, very weird. God. That and, is um, so weird. <laughs> and, and so go, anyone, who's the, you said I could host it. This is clearly like, is
1: there's, there's no this actual got, nudity or anything. Doesn't matter. This has got Cardinal <laughs> Pell written all over it. <laughs> It's called, God, no, no, no. Okay, you two guys go into a box. You, you not know, coming out until one of you finishes. Go. go. Is it a confessional box? It will be. It will be a confessional. Get in there. <laughs>